Welcome, welcome, welcome to Basketball Heads Live. I'm your host, Glenn Poole Harding. And tonight, we have a very special guest. This basketball head is a Canarsie High School all-time great who was teammates with four-time NBA champion John Salad. But this basketball head made a name of his own. He could shoot with the best of them. And there was no three-point line when he played in high school. Just imagine the numbers he would have had. What about the time he poured in 29 points on 7 of 11 shooting and 15 of 16 from the line? That was just another day at the office for this walking bucket. After a great career at Canarsie, this basketball head decided to attend Long Island University where he teamed up with Brooklyn legends Andre Irvin and Carrie Scurry to become one of the team's top players. Now, he works in corrections at Miami-Dade County. Help me welcome to the show, Canarsie High School at Long Island University, great. That's right. So I say great because we got the same first name, Glenn Daniels. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yes. yes, you have you just stepped out into the world, world of chaos, chaos. Where, where everybody, everybody goes hard. What's happening? What's happening, my guy? Oh, man, I can't call it, man. I'm just holding on with a tight grip, you know? <laughs> that, that, look, during this time, man, we got to hold on as tight as we can, man. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, look, how I got to you, right? Mm hmm When I was first doing the shows, your name would just pop up in the comments. Yo, Glenn Daniels, yo, got to get Canarsio, you got to get him. And it would just pop up every now and again. So when I saw you on, I had to hit you up and let you know, man. We want to celebrate you and give you your flowers and your crown while you're still here, brother. Well, I appreciate it, man. I really do. Um, as you can see, I'm at the job. So, you know, but it is okay. It's, it's, it's what I do. <laughs> That's but, all good, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, man. I, um, I, I'm a fan of the show. I do watch. Um, I've Thank seen you. Unbelievable interviews with some people that, you know, we haven't seen it in a long time. I guess it's one of the great things about um about social media. This is the good part about it. You know, yes. Being able to share and be able to see some of the, some of the work that you're doing. Um, I, so, man, salute you, brother, because um it, it it takes individuals like you to keep to keep the story alive and let everybody understand what really what Brooklyn uh, what really New York City basketball is all about. Yeah, man. Look, I, as I was coming up being a student of the game avid reader, I would just notice that other people would control the narratives of the stories. <laughs> and sometimes the truth would never really made it to the forefront so the next generation can see what really happened. So I wanted to get it from the source. I wanted to go directly to the source and have and archive these moments where young people can actually learn from and hopefully, and hopefully build on. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is definitely a platform, you know, to be able to um, talk to some people. Like you said, while he's, while we're still here, we lost some soldiers. We lost some yeah. good brothers out there that have done their thing and have been really, really um, instrumental in New York City basketball. So you know, you know, salute to those brothers, and um, you know, hopefully we can we can chop it up about a few of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And before I get to that, man, I this you're just another example. Well, I tell kids all the time that you could be a professional and something else, right? Basketball is just a platform to help you get to other places. We all know that the NBA is a dream of everyone. 
But once you start to play, especially play at a high level, you get a dose of reality, and it's like, yo, you know how hard it is. But that door of being a professional is never closed because you can help people in other ways. Yes. With basketball allowed us because it taught us the skills and the people skills to maneuver in different places. Without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It teaches you. It teaches you camaraderie. teaches you a lot of different things, man. You know, um, teaches you how to be part of, part of something. And, it, you know, I always um, remember Coach Ma said, uh, you know, not everybody can be, you know, the most important part of the wheels. Some people got to be the spokes. Some people got to be the rims. Some people got to be the tire. But you need all three components for that for that tire and that bike to move. So sometimes you just got to, you know, it's good to be part of something, particularly, you know, something of some value. Yes. I always tell kids another thing, give it part of something before something becomes part of you. <laughs> Without question. Right. So let's get right into it, man. First question I like to ask everyone is, who introduced you to the game? I'm sorry, you got a little cut off, so you got to ask that one again. Okay, I said, who introduced you to the game of basketball? You getting oh, kind of fuzzy there. That, that, that was easy. That's an easy one, man. My my father, my father, uh, James Daniels, um, unfortunately lost my father on June 23rd of this year. Um, but he was, he was the, um, he was the guy, um, uh, 1958. Sorry to hear that too. Yeah, it, it's cool. 1957, 1958, um, all city, uh, won a city championship at, at Franklin K. Lane. Um, wow. Here in Cliff. Um, they subsequently ended up at the University of South Dakota after they went to Lincoln University in Missouri. And um, they won a national championship there, Division Two national championship, small college national championship. Um, he was all American, um, dropped forty-one and ten in the in national championship game. Yo, yo, let's, let's make some noise for Dad right now, yo. That's that's Alton right there, brother. That's Alton right there. I'm telling you, we gotta make some noise for that for Dad, man, for sure. <laughs> It's been in my veins, man. It's been in my veins. My brother um, was older than me. You know, um, he, he hooped. Um, went to, uh, he went to Madison. Ended up going to uh, Kingsborough. So my brother Perry, salute to him. Perry Daniels, that's, that's my older brother. So guys in Brooklyn during those, uh, those 70s and mid-70s, they, they, you know, he knows, they, they know who he is. Yo, man, that's, that's, that's big, man. You, you had a solid foundation of ball, you know, and, and, and what it's like to be a ball player, how to behave. You had all of those things early where a lot of guys, we kind of get it from coaches to other places. So yeah. good job to your family, man. Good job. Oh, big up to my cousin Steve Daniels, man. A lot of people don't know Steve. Steve went to Forest Hills, um, played with Kenny Patterson out there. And um, Steve was a year older than me, but we cast out at Lafayette uh, and LG. They, they know Steve is. So um, big shout out to my cousin Steve Daniels as well. Oh, okay, okay. And I was going to ask you, where did you bro grow up in Brooklyn? East New York. East New York guy. Um, went to uh, went to Canarsie, as you know. Um, spent a lot of time in Brownsville. You know, that's the neighborhood down the block. So I spent a lot of time in pink houses, hooping against them dudes. So, you know, in, in, those, in that era, being at the BRC and Jock and all them guys and just being around a lot of legends, man. So there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of influence in the area, you know? Oh, man. I, 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 I put up a video of Michael Rappaport. He was on Mike Tyson's Hot Boxing. And he was saying how he was a kid from the Lower East Side coming out of the Howard Project because his best friend of the Howard Projects and him being introduced to the Brownville Jets and Jocko and all of those things and having that experience. Mm -hmm. So basketball has touched a lot of people, you know, all over the country, especially in New York City, and guys like yourself who moved away but still keep us in your heart. Oh yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a Brooklyn dude all day long. Um, you know, it's just it's just it never it don't go nowhere. You know, it doesn't. I got a little southern twang in my voice every now and then. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the Brooklyn comes out, but it's, it's yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So when you was coming up, who was the best player in your neighborhood? 
Wow, there was there were errors, man. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you a story. Basketball wasn't even always my first love. I I was a football guy. I liked football. Me and too, fam. That was my first sport. <laughs> I was a football guy first, man, and I started playing like uh, Pop Warner, and um, I met a guy, a guy that I consider a brother of mine for, for now, Jeff Legree. I met Jeff Legree years ago, man. We used to play football against each other. And um, but basketball, man, it was it was to me it was my brother was my hero, you know, growing up. He was a couple of years, you know, four or five years older than me. But, you know, in that neighborhood, you know, at that time I wasn't really traveling, so he was the guy I went to the park to go see. So, you know, that was the, he was the guy. So in my neighborhood as far as I was concerned. No doubt, no doubt. So what what was the first summer leagues you started playing in? Was it the uh uh, Brownville Jets and the BLC were the first tournament. I was, I was, listen, it was, it was a little tournaments around the way. It was a little, little tournaments around the way we would have with the community and stuff. Different, you know, areas would, you know, we put together a little tournament. And then, um, I, I went to a Brooklyn USA basketball trial one time. I might have been around 12, 12 years old, because my dad grew up. Even though he went to Lane, he grew up in Crown Heights. Nice. So we all went over there, you know, thought I knew what I was doing. And, you know, 10, 11 years old, these guys was already shooting right-handed, left-handed layups and, you know, things like that. So they was they was a little bit more advanced. So I had to go back around the way and work on my game to the point where I felt like I can go out and, you know, be on a team. And um, I went to, um, just so happened, I went to the BRC one time. As a twelve-year-old, and Gil Reynolds was there, and um, I was a bad guy all from that point on. Hey, man, listen, Gil Reynolds is—excuse me—was a life changer. Rest in peace to the legendary coach Gil Reynolds. He helped so many ball players in Brooklyn and to sharpen their skills. Skills. I remember talking to uh, Dwayne Coswell. Dwayne is from Queens. He went to Cardoza. Ron DeClario would send Dwayne all the way to Brooklyn so Gil could help him tighten up his fundamentals. And I, I saw it. I was there. Yes. Um, you know, the thing about Coach is that he can be able to look at you, see if you love the game, and then work with you from there. He understood, he didn't, he understood that with the kids he was going to get, he knew who they were going to be. And from that point on, it was just about whether or not you were dedicated enough to go in there because he was working on fundamentals. He was working on layups. He was working on right hand, left hand. He was working. We, you learned how to play with him. You learned the game. You learned different things. You learned your footwork. I mean, everything that you learned, you learned from him. And some of the things you learned before you even picked up a basketball, it was cerebral with him. It was cerebral, and you, you learned toughness. You learned, you know, how to move your feet. You learned angles. You learned so many different things that, you know, a lot of, as I watch this, I, I mean, I love the game, but I, I watch kids, and I'm like, wow, you know, this is, this is kind of bad. <laughs> Yo, I watch the NBA saying that. <laughs> And, and, and I'm not talking about all the games. Sometimes I watch these NBA games and I'm saying to myself. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I, 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 the, the New York City, we, we have a lot of repairing to do, but there are a lot of people that's really focused to help bring the energy of New York City back. So, you know, yeah, I, hoping I, it I, to help. I love it. I would love to see it, man. I, I miss, I'm always watching college basketball. I'm looking for the new kid, I watched the starting lineups. I'm hoping there's a kid from Brooklyn on the team, and I usually root for that team the whole way, so. <laughs> yes. So I always have so, to connect as much as I can to a, a, a New York City kid. Yeah, man. And since I know you played for Gil, the Vanguard owners, you did not play AAU. I, I, I left one year. I'm going to be honest. Oh, you? Okay. You got to wait. Because I, I know. Let me just say to people. I, if you play with Gil Reynolds, 
You didn't play AAU. There was Gil or AAU. And if you had the strength to kind of leave and bitch out, there was no returning back. Okay? I'm going to be honest. Um, I remember a good friend of mine, dude from Brownsville, Tony Duckett. Um, Tony went to Lafayette, um, was from Brownsville. And um, Tony had invited me to come and work out with him one time. And um, they ended up having, um, like, practice for, well, I don't know if you remember, Les, Les Pilgrim. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Les. Recipes less, but less. Yeah, a little less silver. Yeah. Having a, um, a gauchos team one year. So he was the left side devils and went to gauchos, and um, he asked if I wanted to play. So I was hesitant. I don't know if I want to do this. I said, you know what? <laughs> Let me just go ahead and play. So, you know, that one summer I did leave. Um, we had a great team. Um, we had me, um, Kenny Will. We had the Wheeler Twins. I don't know if you remember them. They went to uh, Springfield. Yeah, Bishop Lockman. They went to Bishop yeah. Lockman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kenny and Billy. Bishop Lockman, and Mark Jackson. Yeah, Mark, Mark was on our team. We had a lot of guys from Lockman. Hold on, you kind of you kind of buffering right now. Um, okay. Not really clear, but we gonna still rock because sometimes it does that, and when I look at it later on, it's all good. Okay. Give me, I want to talk to some people in the room real quick. Give me a thumbs up if you see my man Glenn Daniels clear. If you see both of us clear, give me a thumbs up. People in the room, what up, Bernard? Bernard, give me a thumbs up if you see uh, both of us clear. T. Because sometimes I'll see it be foggy on my side, but people see it clear. And then when I check back later on, <laughs> it was never a problem. Okay, okay. So, okay. He said, uh, he can't see us. Okay. He can't see you. Okay. Oh, got you, got you. All right, so we're gonna come back out. I'm, I'm bringing you back in, all right? Okay. Okay. All right, cool. So, did you pattern your game after your brother? Do y'all have similar games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, my brother played for Gill at the time. Let's be honest with you. So, we um, I basically did. Um, there was other guys that as time went on. You went to go see. I saw a lot of guys growing up, even when I was at playing for Gil. There was guys like um uh there's a guy named Bo, Bo Edwards, that was out of Queens. I heard about Bo Edwards. Yeah, Bo was Bo was tough, man. Bo was Bo was um, a guy named um his last name was Hawkins. I can't remember his first name, but they were they were out of Queens guys. Um but I these are guys that a guy named Tiny, Tiny Salute. Little tiny out and um he was from uh Fort Green. But there were guys that even when I was growing up, they were might have been a year or two older than me. But they were they were impact guys because of the way they played the game. Mm. Um, big shout out, big shout out to the Devere Simmons. Devere, Brevo's finest. Yes. Big shout out to Devere. Devere was like a guy I used to watch when we were, you know, Vanguard. He just ran the show. And um, that was during my middle year, middle school years. And as you get into high school, you go to high school games and you start seeing different guys in high school and how they did it. So, I mean, I've saw, I've seen a lot of basketball going to a lot of games with my brother. And there were some, you know, some older dudes, you know, um, the Earl Fullers and, the, you know, the, the Cosell Browns. And, the, you know, there's a lot of guys that, but I always used to love watching the point guards. Because they, really? they, they, you know, they orchestrated everything. Yeah, I would, and that was just it. You know, scoring came on later, but when you played for Gill, it was the point guard that you know you was held responsible. Yes. So because and when I was coming up, Gary Shears was his key guy. Gary played. We played together. Gary played together, and you know, we we competed 
you know, against each other in high school. Gary went to Tilden. Yeah. Shout out to Gary Shears. Um, my man Bink Jones out of that went to Jeff. So Fred Wilkinson that went to Jeff. So there's a lot of guys, man, out of Brooklyn. Um, you know, there, yeah, Fred Wilkinson. Yo, that guy was a beast. He was a beast. And he, he was a walking bucket. Like, he come in the gym and a basketball just start falling in the hoop. You know, I'm like, that's automatic. Yeah, when I was a freshman in high school, I went to Canarsio. I saw his brother Jeff. And Jeff was a problem. So it was just like, you know, there's it's so much talent, man. There's so much talent. We, we, you know, you know about the Pearls. You know about, you know, all the, you know, the, the Ed Davenders, Dre, and all them guys—they they were household names, man. But there was, a, you know, you had your Darren Robinsons, you know, went the Eastern Eastern District. There's a lot of dudes, man, that was in the city that was putting a lot of work. Um, I saw you interview Carlton. Um, uh, still, and, yeah, Spice. Oh yeah, those those listen, those are my heroes coming up at Lincoln, right? Those are the guys who I looked up to. Those guys were something else, man. There was something else. There was a hell of a backcourt, you know. So there, there's a lot of guys, you know, coming up. But there's a lot of guys, the pioneers that, you know, I, I, I watched and particularly point guard Larry Washington. You know, there was just there was just guys, you know, that was just all over the city. But you know, they they just really knew how to control the tempo of a game and and and, and run the show. Well, I always say, guys, you know, like yourself. Myself, a lot of guys that you mentioned, we pushed a lot of those dudes who were like the name guys, right? And those name guys would turn around and give us respect. You probably can't Google a bunch of stuff or YouTube a bunch of things, but trust me, those guys who gave us respect, you respect a ball player, no matter how big your name is. Because remember, any day, anybody can get it. For the years, for the years, but there were times when I played with guys from, you know, I always play with Vanguard, but I play with guys that I grew up with. And there's one guy that I grew up with that he he was he was something else. And we played backcourt. We would play every summer. We would play together in a couple mm. of tournaments. I wouldn't care about nothing, but and that's my, he's he's not only one of my my backcourt buddy, but he's my oldest friend. One of my oldest friends. And this dude named Alan Watson. Alan Watson. And, if you ask anybody from from anywhere around there, they'll tell you, this dude here was something else. And what he loved, and basketball was what he really liked, but his love was baseball. You're getting foggy again. You're getting foggy again, G. Hold on, G. Okay. I might need to. Yeah, but he was. um, Right. You know, so big shout, big shout out to Al Watson. You know, anybody in that era, particularly in the summer leagues and stuff like that. They, they, Al Watson. They, Salute Al Watson for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you and John was on the same team in Canarsie. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I went to Jeff for one day. I wanted to go to Jeff. <laughs> all, all of my boys, uh, big shout out to Red, big shout out to, you know, God bless, man, Al Riddick, um, Andre Riddick's older brother. Andre that went to Kentucky. Yeah. Um. Had a younger brother named Adrian too that went to Lachlan, but um, I ended up not going after that one day. After I told my mom, who was in my homeroom class, she was like, "Nah, you going somewhere else?" So <laughs> I ended up transferring. I ended up going to Canarsie in the first. You know, I ended up going there and I got there, and, and uh, me, me and John became great friends. Now. From what I hear, he was a he was a late bloomer and kind of came into his own more mm -hmm. like at Georgia Tech, mm -hmm. and then you know he started to yeah, get that confidence. Uh, he uh, yeah, what he did was what a lot of people didn't didn't know was um, you know he he worked on his game, and he was a late bloomer, and the guy that was really one of the better players on our team was a guy named Marcus Miles. Mm. Marcus. Marcus was about six six, strong. He he was a Vanguard oiler. He was a late bloomer too. And um, we 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 had my junior year. We had a nice little run. We we ran through Brooklyn undefeated, and um, we ended up playing a, a, a Andre Irvin led 
uh, Hamilton team at St. John's. So uh, they end up getting up. We, we was up by half. Um, big shout out to Coach Haskins. <laughs> Love Ray. Yes. Um, they, they turned us over a couple of times, and um, and they end up pulling away, and um, they end up playing uh, Franklin for the city that year. And, and, and which they, did they lose to Franklin that year? Yeah, they lost to Franklin. That was uh that was a Walter Berry led team. Walt, uh, yeah. Hutchinson, E. Rob, big shout out to D. Rob and guys, Eric Singleton. So they they had a they had a pretty good team. Nice, nice. My man Rick Cohn's in the building. He said Keith Ramar Richardson <laughs> bought them there. I think Norm was on that Vanguard team as well. Um. Mel Richardson. Yeah, yeah. I was on our team. Yeah. Rob okay. Eric Richardson, yeah. Yeah, Rob was on our team. Rob's from Queens. He's a Queens guy. Um, but he had to come into our school. So yeah, Rob, Rob was definitely a part of our um, our backcourt. All right, so you guys had a, a, a good run in high school and mm -hmm. you name you were named honorable mention all city. Did you take offense to that, or you were cool with that? Let me tell you something. My senior year, that was my junior year. My senior year is is so crazy because we end up, there was three guys. You're going blank again. You're going blank again. I just, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going because okay. it's okay. probably going to be good on a, on a, on a um, once I walk it back. At, if you look at the 1983 high school basketball team, or high school basketball in 1983. There were so many great guards that came out that year. I remember Bill Travis writing, a, writing an article that said any other year. So in 1983, you had Billy Donovan. Woo! Yo, hold on, hold on. This is like the 30th time his name been mentioned on this damn show. I'm just going to have to make some noise for that. <laughs> wow. Rockville setup. Billy Donovan was the real deal. Um, Pearl was coming out. Elma was coming out. Mm. Ed Davender was a junior. Um, Mark Jackson was coming out. So in that And right behind them, you had James Majors, Silk, Spice, Ed Davenden and all them coming right behind them. So they were, they were loaded. They were juniors. Oh, oh, big shout out. Leroy Greenwich. They called mm. him tragic. Lee was, Lee, Lee was out of Wingate. So there was so much talent in 1983 where if you scored, you might have had a good night in game 27, 28. You were in that little box. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You you went to the paper, you thought you did some things, and you was looking for that big, that nice little piece. Mm -mm. Nah, you got the little spot. Wow. There's a guy named Alvin Lott. Alvin Lott was out of the Bronx. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was killing everywhere, man. There was dudes out of, oh, a guy named Richard Anderson. Richie Richard Anderson. Radar Anderson from Springfield yes. Gardens. Yeah. He won the city. They won the city my senior year. They won the city him. And the guy that is on has been on Kansas's bench. He was the head coach at St. John's. Norm Roberts. That's right. He was on the show as well. I had Norm on the Norm show already, yeah. Norm Norm was something else. Norm played in that backcourt at Jackson at uh Springfield when they won the city. So there's a lot of talent, man. So you know, I don't feel bad. You know about that honorable mention. I was, I was kind of like, I understood. You know, but and that's good. That's good because a lot of people uh, leave leave school bitter and upset. Nah, absolutely not. Absolutely Yo, G, not. G, can I ask you a question? Can you see yourself on your phone? Yeah, I can. See All right, myself. then we good. We good. Then we good. I can see myself. All right, good, good. Yeah, that, that, that's good. A lot of people are not cool with that. But I just want to know, that senior year, 
Mm-hmm. Who ass did you bust? <laughs> Man, I'm not doing that. Man, listen. It had to be that one I'm game, D. That. And I'm not going to count the game where you had 29 against Jefferson and went off 7-11, 15-16 for the line. I'm not doing that, man. I mean, it, you, you had some. I had some good, and I had some bad games. So we all did. We all did. I but I didn't ask you your bad game. <laughs> I asked you who ass did you bust. It's so good. It's so good. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna. There's there's a lot of good. I had I had some good games. Um, and um. And, and I had I had a good high school career, man. It was cool. I had a good career. After I felt like I held my own. Um, and like I said, um, you know, it, it it got me where, you know, I was I was I, I was comfortable in my game, and I feel like I, you know, like I said, I got hold my own. You know, and that's all you want. That's all you ever want to do is hold your own. And I feel like I I I got I got some respect, you know, when I when I came in. Or, when I had the opportunity to compete. And that's all it's about in New York City is competing. That's so it. Big shout out to my big shout out to my man Barry McKnight, South Shore. Um another dude, you know, just great player. Mm. Great player. Salute. Salute. So what schools are recruiting you outside of Long Island University? Oh man. Shoot. Um a lot of West Coast schools, man. Um Portland State. Um, I got a lot of JUCO offers. Um, UNC Charlotte. Wow, had, nice. They had recruit, but they they was looking at another guy to end up going there, so I didn't want to do that. Um, but you know, you get a lot of letters and stuff. But the school that came and and wanted me, and that's where I ended up going. That was LIU. I heard a uh. uh a radio segment today and it said they were talking about relationships, right? There was like, it's better to fall, it's better to be with somebody who loves you than you being with somebody that We're going to put you in the driver's seat your freshman year and let you ball. A lot of times we're going after the name school and the school that we love, and then things don't really turn out the way we wanted to. I'm going to tell you something. When I got to college, when I got to LIU, I went to a couple of games and stuff, and what I really realized was college is a man's sport. Yes. And you got to grow up quick. And you can't be in your feelings. Yes. Coaches get paid. It's not like high school. They get paid to bring in talent. Yeah. You got to be ready to compete. And um, I played with, man, I mean, these dudes, I mean, one thing about my school when I was there, it was only a a couple of true freshmen that actually came into the program. Most of the guys that came to LIU was JUCO transfers. Yeah. transfer, or you was wanted to come home, but the guys I played with, everybody on my team was all city. Almost everybody on my team when my freshman year, Rob Brown was there. Uh, Tyrone Whitehead was there. Tyrone Whitehead. Jer- Derek Powell was already there. Jeff Merriweather was there. Jeff Merriweather was there. My God, yeah. Um, so. Carrie Scurry was there. Number one of my guys. Yeah. So there was so much talent. We had a guy, John Johnson, that led the city in scoring. John John was there. So there was so much talent that, you know, when you get there, you just, as a freshman, you just trying to get your feet wet, like, okay, this is college. And you think that, well, shoot, I did my thing in high school. I ain't even worried about these dudes. Man, no. Rude awakening. Get to get in the weight room. Start working out. Start putting more shots up, start getting to the gym early, start running. And um it, it was it it can be it can it can it it'll test your metal. It'll test your metal, it'll test to see whether or not why are you in college and to understand 
you begin to prioritize yourself. And that's the most important thing about college. Yeah, I, I was talking to Terrence Wrencher, 1992, Mr. Basketball in New York State, and the leading scorer at Texas University. Texas. Right? I watched him at the University of Texas. Great. Yeah, player. listen. He was saying when he got to the NBA, he didn't understand why he wasn't playing. Right? So he got into his mm -hmm. feelings. He didn't bring his best him because he was so used to being a star that in the NBA, you got to start that clock to zero. Yeah. Yeah. And work your way back. And the same way in college, a lot of guys got, got a rude wicked in college when they hit that bump in the road and figure out, coach ain't going to come pat you in the head. He ain't going to sit down and have that long talk with you. He moving on to the next player. Yeah, I mean, well, during my college career, man, I played with a lot of great players, man. Bobby Jones, rest in peace. Um, Fred Burton, you know. Fred Burton, yeah, 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 Fred Burton, yes. Fred came back. I mean, a good friend of mine, Calvin Lamb. Calvin Lamb was amazing. He was out of Seward Park. Um, played with a lot of kids that, you know, guys that was from around the way. You know, Greg Jones, Devil Dog, Devil Dog. Played. Devil Dog, my God, um, yes. We had uh, Ted Chestnut and um, Chestnut, Alan, yes, uh, yes. There was a lot of guys, man. We had a lot of inner city talent that you know basically stayed around and and went and, and, and did really good things, man. So we um we were good. Uh, Cal, Cal's a good friend of mine. I talked to Cal once in a while. You know his son. His son is um is Jeremy Lamb. That was at really. Kentucky. That's his son. Yes. Wow. You look at that. You look at the kids stroke that basketball and wonder where how you would learn how to shoot that ball like that. He got it from his father because his father wow. shoot the hell out of basketball. So um, yeah, so it's, it's that's that's it's good. Great. That's good history. When did you start to come into your own in college? I had redshirted a year, and I think after my redshirt year, that's when I I feel like I was I was mature enough. Um. You know, the one thing to say, your body starts to, you start to mature physically. And um, at that time, you know, you got to learn to take it. You got to be able to play through contact. And that's the biggest thing about about college is that you have to be able to play through contact. If you can't play through contact or build up yourself physically, you're going to get, you're going to get handled out there. So I think when, after my red shirt year, I came back my junior and senior year. That's when I felt like I was, I was playing really good basketball at that time. Nice, nice. And you guys are the same conference as my school, Fairleigh Dickinson. How was those battles? <laughs> oh, man. Um, we fought. <laughs> Lit look, literally had a fight. Um, there's a guy named Charlie Roberts. Charlie, um, that's my guy. I talked to Chase the other day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we played them in the playoff game at Fairleigh, as a matter of fact, my senior year. And um, we got it was a little brouhaha that in that little ass gym, right? In that little ass gym. Yeah, yeah. And um, before we had to rock the center, the game was pretty close. Oh, there was a couple of there was a kid named Damari Riddick. He was pretty good. My my, he played at Lincoln with me. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. why I went to Fairleigh Dickinson. You had Jamie Latney <laughs> was doing that team as well. He was pretty good. <laughs> so um, we had to with a little brouhaha and ended up giving out. 12 technicals. Woo! Six on six on their end and six on mine, on our end. So I go, and um, matter of fact, the game was kind of close. And um, I go and I make all six. Charlie Roberts comes back. He has to shoot his six. He makes all six. So at that point, it was kind of like, okay, we're just going to have to see who's going to take it down to the wire. And uh, they end up they end up snipping us at the end, so that was the end of my college career. That was the last wow, I, I'm definitely going to call Chase to remind him of that. He would love to hear that, man. That's my guy. He, yeah, he's yeah, doing he's training up in Jersey basketball. right now. Yeah, he's a solid basketball player. Um, you know they lost a brother, a great brother, man, out of field. Marcus Gaitis. Marcus Gaitis, yes, one of our leading scorers in school history. Rest in peace, Marcus Gaitis. But he was one of the nicest people you would ever. Yeah. So yes. Always gave knowledge. Always. Yep. Great guy. Great guy. So, you know, uh, rest in peace to Marcus and, and God bless this family.
Facts. So I speak to a lot of different ball players about the transitional part from basketball to the real world, right? And how it can be difficult for some athletes. Can you explain to the audience how was your transition from basketball to the real world? Um, basically, I had when I finished my high college career, I got drafted by the USBL. Mm. And um, at that time, you know, you start the education and what am I going to do next? And uh, myself and Cal, we have both got drafted by the Long Island team. And um, I just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, I realized at that time that it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't for me anymore. Um, but I was like, Man, let me see what I can do. And I went there, and I, I, um, I was competing against Stu Granger. Mm. Stu at the time was a, an older guy, and um, he was he was bouncing back and forth in the league to, to uh, you know, other pro leagues and stuff around. He played overseas, and um, really just a great player. I, I'm reading something about a guy named Terrence Bailey. Yeah, uh, Rick Cohn yeah. played with him at Wagner, yes. Yeah, well, let me tell you about this dude. Terrence Bailey is one of the most athletic guys I've ever seen play basketball at the at 6'1 and 6'2. Wow. He, can, he was like that. When I tell you he was like that, he was like that. He was amazing. The dude, the guy had, he was, he was, he was great. He was, he scored a ball. He'd take it to the rim, and when I tell you he was at, this guy was something else. He was amazing. So big shout out to Terrence. Yeah, Terrence Bailey was 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 a real dude. He was he was definitely a special player, definitely. Yeah, mm -hmm. playing my guy Pat Burke and Rick Combs at Wagner. Yeah, mm -hmm. Pat, Pat yeah. was a that was a little younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. You named some of your favorite players to come out of high, uh, New York City, right? Mm -hmm. I need top five Brooklyn players all time. That I've seen, that I've seen my own two eyes. That you see with your own two eyes. Okay. Um, Fly Williams. Fly Williams one, baby. There you go. Yeah, Fly, Fly is number one. Um, Pearl is Pearl. Pearl, okay. Number two. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Ice Jerry Reynolds. Jeff, I interviewed him. Yo, one of my heroes coming up. Love Ice. Ice, Ice was Ice was amazing. Um, um, wow, that's a tough one, man. Um. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb. And this is a dude that I saw in high school. And I only seen him play a couple of times, but the couple of times I seen him play was enough for me. There's a dude named Roosevelt Chapman. Roosevelt Chapman. That's right. Western House Soul make some noise. That guy. That guy was something else. Um. Um. Wow. Last one. Jeez. Oh, I, I got it. I, I need a six. I need a, I got to get a six guy. Um, dang. You know what? I'm probably, probably bug out. Ed Davender, probably bug. Okay, okay. You know, Bug, Bug was Bug was something else, man. He was so, special. He was special. Rest in peace, Bug out. Guys, I seen guys compete. I seen guys in high school. I seen guys compete in summer league. I seen a lot of guys um, throughout the city with my own, like I said, with my own two eyes. Not, you know, what I what I heard. Say, right, right. Guys I, seen, guys I played against and dudes I seen, but that's it. But another guy that don't get there's a lot of dudes, man. Um, they 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 were tough, you know. And this this the city was, 
You can go to any hood. You can go. You can break it down in 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 communities. You know, you get well. Who's the best dude and best stop? Who's the best dude you've seen in Browns? Well, I can. Yeah. If you want to go fives, you, I think the best way to do it in fives is you got to go through everybody's hood. Who's the best, <laughs> the best, Who's the best guy? Give me five dudes out of Crown Heights. So there's a. I mean, you can't. You can't. It, it's just so hard. It's no so doubt. Hard. No doubt. So mm -hmm. best high school player you played against. Best college player you played against and best pro. Best high school player I played against was um wow. Hey, like position to position or just a guy in the game. That's it, guy in the game, baby. Oh, bless you, man. Oh. It's probably it's gonna be probably gonna be Probably gonna be Andre Irvin. Andre Irvin, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was gonna be Dre. Dre, Dre, Dre. That game that we played for the city, Dre showed me how how special he was. Cause we kind of had him, we kind of had him at bay in the first half, and then he he turned to he turned he morphed into who who he was. So um, everybody yeah, talk about uh Beetle. Cosell Brown and and Ice, but Andre Irving was the leading scorer on that team. Dre Dre ended up Dre was a junior. See, a lot of people didn't know Dre was an underclassman on that team on those teams. Beetle, Pearl, all those other I mean Beetle and Ice and all them, that was a, a one graduating class. Yeah. Dre was, was a leftover from that class. And they were still good enough to take that team to the city. So shout out to Coach Haskins. Because he lost a lot. He lost Darnell. He lost Ice. He lost He lost a lot. And I think the only two guys he brought back from that team was Boo. It was wow. Boo and, and um Dre that played a lot of minutes. So, you know, that was that was um but shout out to them guys at Lincoln. There's a lot of dudes. Henry Hamilton. Henry Hamilton, um, yes. Don Marbury. You know the you know that that was my era. Um there's a lot of dudes, man. A lot of guys. A lot of so, dudes. so the best college player. The best college player I ever played against was a guy named. Well, there's a guy. His name. Oh, goodness gracious! He went to the University of South Florida. Um. You know what? I'm a, in my in our conference. We played against some great players. Rick Smith. Rick Smith. You can you can add him for pro and college. Rick Smith was tough. Um, Marcus Gaither was tough. Um, there's a guy named Mo Hicks. I don't know if you heard Mo Mo's. Mo, one of the legendary high school coaches up in New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a ball player. Mo Hicks, Mo Hicks was something else. Mo Hicks was was the epitome of a of a. Of what did he play? What did he play? He went to Loyola. He went to Loyola, Maryland. Him. Maryland. Yeah, he was in our conference. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, a guy named Kevin House. Kevin went to Tallentine. There was a lot of you know, but Mo was something else. So I I I usually have a, a a connection to guys that you know played the point guys that were do name um Braxton I got I got Braxton's last name he went to uh we went to Marist and played with Rick so there was um a lot of a lot of great players man but there's a guy Charles Charles oh god but he left led the nation in scoring at South Florida he was left handed about six seven Damn. There was there was no shots he couldn't make. He was he was something else. So we played against him. And then the thing was about playing at LIU, man, we traveled. We 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 traveled um my freshman year we played against um what's the guy named? Kevin Big Guy. Played in the league for a while. Had real, real Big guy. Um, he went to San Diego State. Mm. Um, his name is slipping me now, but 
But um, there was a great players, man. It's a lot of great wow. players. Yeah, a lot of great players. I, I like to speak to guys who, you know, right after college, they went into the to the workforce and became successful in other places. Can you give some advice to like a kid who's having trouble or having a hard time transitioning from a ball player to the real world because he's having doubts about himself? Um, I think what usually you have to go into the situation understanding what the term student athlete is. You're student first and your athlete second. Um, there are people that are going to give you advice. And the, sometimes the advice is selfish advice because they live vicariously through you. Um, but at the end of the day, when those people are telling you certain things, it's not trying to, they're not trying to kill your dream. You know, they're not trying to douse water on your, on your dreams to pay to play at the league or play other places because there's a, there's a lot of places to play. You know, you can go overseas and make some money. You can go a lot of places, but at a certain point, that ball is going to stop bouncing. Yeah. And, and the game is going to be over. Like my sponsor always says, the game going to be over one day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just try to I, – I talk to, you know, a lot of kids and, you know, and just try to get them to understand the importance of education. Um, Try to get it. Make sure you work hard to get it. Um, and, and and just try to be the best person you can be. That's it. The game is going to teach you that. Be the yeah. best person you can be and you'll be all right. Um, I think right now the thing about kids today, and this is just my opinion. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just, talk, just, talk, talk your talk, OG. It's all good. I just don't, I just don't think certain kids, they don't want to play against the best. It just seems like they want to play with the best. Because they're seeing in the NBA. It's happening in the NBA. Dudes just want to play with the best players. The Lakers had two starting fives. The Lakers, this team, the Lakers, they had at least they had two starting fives that could have been on any team in the NBA. But it's just, it's even when you look at a lot of the, like, when I look at these prep schools, and not to say, you know, great players don't go or whatever, but how do you how do you how do you test your metal? How do you know if you can compete if every time you turn around you try to find the best team you can play on? So it's more about it's not about competing. It's just about winning. Right. But do you understand? I mean, they, I don't know if you. I I, I kind of like it's a it's a it's a weird dynamic, but it's just. How do you know? You know what I'm saying? So I try to like tell some kids, don't don't always go and play with the best guy. Go play against the best guys. See where you line up. I'm explaining you know? that to my little cousin right now because his son is being scouted by a lot of these high schools. And I'm saying, don't go where you think the grass is greener. Yeah. Right? You want to go and make yeah. your own name and with less distractions. And less people pumping you up. And I think a lot of these other schools where they have the big cheerleaders and the big names, a lot of the kids can get lost in the sauce and then wind up regretting it later. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at, you know, just different different scenarios, but I, I'm, I, I just really wish they would just get rid of one and done. I just think if the kid is good enough to go to the league, let him go. And then because you really have if you want the, the best the best part of the best part of college basketball was when the one and done rule was in. When it wasn't in. And you can yeah. go straight to high school, you go straight to the league. Yes. That's when it was the best. Yes. Because you made that decision right there out of high school and there was no there was no turning back. Now, and I feel bad for like some coaches, even like mid majors, you can see it. Because the kids on the mid-major teams are so much. I, I like watching. I love watching everything, but I love watching mid-major basketball because they play hard on every possession. Look, we're about to run out of time. We're gonna come back. I got okay. one more question to ask you, and I'm gonna show you your artwork. All right, because the time is about to run out.
We're coming right awesome. back. Coming right back, for sure. Okay. So, right. Um, that was some great advice you gave for the youngsters uh, because, again, like my guy Eric Kick always says, the game will be over one day and we got to transition into that new part of our life that's going to help us become a success. That's right. That's right. Right. So, is it anyone that you would like to nominate to be on the show? New York City, great. Get in contact with your guy, John. I hit him with a text message early on about a couple of months ago. I'll, Let him I'll know. Get him. I'll, I'll get at him, and I'll definitely um, see if I can encourage him to um, to participate on the show. Um, and tell him we'll talk about health and all the things that you want yeah, to talk about. Trust me. Well, if you if you if you've been following him long enough, there's you know he's a he's a vegan. He promotes healthy eating. He promotes all of that. So that's his that's his thing. That's his that's his passion. Um, that any any forum that he's in, he um definitely wants to um he wants to be acknowledged. But that's what I want to bring. I want to talk about the early parts of his. Uh, mm -hmm. development of basketball and we can talk help the rest of the way. Everybody knows about the championships. Everybody yeah. know about the NBA. That's cool. Yeah. We want to yeah. stay focused on the high school basketball part in the coming up in the one coming up age. One other guy yeah. I want to mention because he's my man and um uh you had you interviewed him and and Boob. Booby is uh, amazing. Booby who? Who's that? He went to Western House. Joe Jackson. So Oh, okay, gotcha. That's my <laughs> guy. Yes, yeah. So Boo, big shout out to Boo. Um I haven't seen him in a long time. Wright State. Amazing career at Wright State. Um like I said he should I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame there, but he should be. Um, he's so not. Big, big he's not. Out. So big we we're gonna do a video. We're gonna do a nice video sitting at the Wright State because he should be in the Hall of Fame there. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. No doubt. So, without further ado, I want to, uh, and that's, you said you wanted to, that's the guy you wanted to nominate, but he was already on the show, correct? Oh, oh, I got to nominate a guy. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Um. Look, you can think about it. Um, Who's that? Mm. Y'all ready? 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 All right. The moment of tear. Why? Why you think about it? Come back to that. Look at that, wow. Jay, man. Wow. You know what? I got a guy for. I want to. I want to nominate. Hold on for a sec, Glenn. Check this picture out first. That's a mate. Oh my goodness. Whoa. You know we had we we had to put that. You're, you're the guard guy, man. Want to make sure we get that in there. You know what I'm saying? Man, that is awesome, man. That is, that is yeah, that's my passion right there, brother. Living in South Florida, that's all you want to do is relax and smoke a good one. That's Yo, this look exactly like you, fam. Yeah, man, that's amazing work, man. Oh, man, look at the jumper. That, that's me. <laughs> that's you, fam. Gil will be proud of that. Gil will be proud of that. He did that extension. This down. Yeah, down to the Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you were saying? I said Coach Reynolds will be proud of that, man. That's 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 form right there, man. That's form. <laughs> that's form. Man, you you were gunning that drink for the corner. I had to get that in there, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. My, I think oh man, my, my family's gonna really enjoy that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. No doubt. All that we ask when you you guys receive the pictures, just do a thirty second video saying you was on basketball heads. Oh, my man. guy Jamel Powell, he worked really hard to make you guys look good. Man, so, Jamel, thank you so much, brother. I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm touched. I'm touched, man. I'm don't worry about it, brother. Listen, man. You 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 made an impact on a lot of people here in New York City, man. And we just want to salute you, brother. And keep doing what you're doing down in Miami. Good brother, man. Hey, man. Look, look. I, oh, I just hope that you continue to do this work. I hope that brothers sit here and, and actually um, put it out there. So you need a little bit more credit. Because this is without you, 
And every these stories don't live. And they live through brothers like you that are committed to not only basketball, but the city of New York. You know, so salute to you as well, brother. So I love. All right. Anything I can do, just inbox me and um consider it done. For sure. All Thank right, you, brother. brother. Take Appreciate care. you. All right. Peace. No doubt. <laughs> Look at that form, fam. Look at that form. Yo, look at the follow through, yo.